Leon was here. I know. Leon! He was in here like five seconds ago and he's like, oh, Ooh, they're, they're fixing to get scary on me. I'm going to dip out of here. He's a scaredy cat. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Hi, welcome to episode three. Three, what up? Is, Is this three? three? <laughs> <laughs> Is this four? <laughs> this is <episode> four. <laughs> <laughs> It was and <laughs> we, this is our third time sitting down recording. Yes. And we the well and this week has been so busy. Yeah, chaotic. Because <laughs> we're so famous now. I know. It's so, guys, I could barely even get out of my house without <laughs> being recognized. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> Um, our neighbor, my neighbor next door, she was, she saw something that I posted in next door, the app, and she's like, you guys are crazy. Oh, she's listening? (laughs) I don't know if she's listening, but she knows that, uh, we are doing a podcast and we are sharing neighborhood stories. So, uh, she does, she probably will listen because she likes true crime and stuff like that, but I was like. Oh my gosh, no, I really gotta watch what neighbor? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) You gotta watch what I'm saying now. What up, neighbor? What's up? Shout out to the neighbor next door. We won't say a name. No. But you're the neighbor next door for now. (laughs) Skip it up, boop it up, yup, doop, 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 and that, my friends, was a one-of-a-kind original from our good friend, Bree. Back to you, John. <laughs> Back to our uh, quarter-life crisis, uh, starting a podcast. Uh, so this is a true crime paranormal podcast. I am Amy. And I am Bree. And um, this is What's With the Neighbors. This is what, Do we have any announcements? Oh, um, you were going to tell me something stupid. Oh, that's right. Oh, and I have a really good idea to for our announcement corner. Announcements, announcements, announcements. Uh, that came to me last night. I hope she inserts something better. <laughs> no, eventually. that's really what I wanted. Uh, okay. It came to me when I was trying to go to sleep last night. Mail time, mail time, mail time. <laughs> announcements, announcements, announcements. No, so... <laughs> Uh, you never, did you ever go to Christian camp? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. So Christian camp, mm-hmm. they would do like announcements in the, at breakfast. And that's what we all had to sing was announcements, announcements, announcements. Oh, wow. I'm so, I'm so sad I didn't go to Christian camp now. Anyways, <laughs> might take that out. Um, <laughs> so my... Oh, so Rick went down to California this week, right? Right, right, right. And so uh, he flew into the town that our family's in, but then he had to drive like two or three hours to do this test. Mm -hmm. And so I got him a hotel for him to stay for two days 
before the test, and then he was just going to drive back up, visit family, and then fly out. And so he was driving down. This was at like 7 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock at night. And he texts me. He's like, can you give me the address of the hotel? And I was like, oh, yeah. So I go to pull up the address, and it was for Concord, California. But when I put it in to Google Maps for him. Oh, no. It yeah. was Concord, North Carolina. Oh, no. How long was he driving for? Well, luckily, like, he was going in the direction that he had to go because he knew that he had to head down that way. But the whole reservation. So I spent 300 It was like $380 <gasps> in a hotel and for two nights because it was stupid expensive. And they won't refund me. Are you kidding me? No. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so That's not your so fault. on top of I mean, it is your fault. Like, yeah, it's, an, it's a mistake that I'm, can happen. I know. I'm I'm fighting it, but uh, they're impossible to get a hold of. So we I'm, don't like you, hotel. No, it we uh, third party. We're gonna hotel. write you a bad review on Yelp. Yeah, it wasn't the hotel. It was a third party site. Oh, third party site. Yeah. Oh, I hate those. Yeah, and I quit going through. Those. I normally don't, but I was desperate for a hotel for him because everything is booked, and uh, it was either I pay three hundred dollars a night or pay like three hundred dollars total, and so that was my fault because I never use third parties, not even for uh, flights or anything. I don't do third parties. I can't. It's too expensive. Um, not expensive. It's hectic. It's chaotic. Yeah, it's chaotic, it's, it's and it, and you don't feel like everything's actually official. Yeah. <sighs> um. Just get better customer service the other way around too. Absolutely. Yeah. So then I had to go and book him another hotel. The first one was at a Hilton, and he was going to get like a nice breakfast and oh, everything Hilton's. like that. Me too. And then the one that I ended up him having to stay at because of my mistake was a Motel 6. And the poor guy didn't have, like, a microwave or anything. And he's not feeling great. And so it was just, I felt bad for him. You know, <laughs> the first night after Josh and I got married. You stayed at a Motel we 6. stayed at a Motel 6. It sucked. Because <laughs> the entire time... You know, we're trying to enjoy each other, and the entire time we hear this guy in the next room speaking, he wasn't speaking English, but he was yelling at someone over the phone for, like, three hours. (laughs) There's so many holes in the wall, and it just, it just made you, it's like one of those hotels that just make you feel icky just going into it. But the pictures on Facebook, because it was in a really high tourist area, yeah. the pictures on Facebook made it look like it was going to be a nice one, but it totally wasn't. But oh, it was worth no. it, because after married? that, well, um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yes. But we went to Disney the next day. And yeah, that's worth it. We got nice hotels then. Oh, yeah. Did we you just, stay on property? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed at the Pop Century. Oh, I love Pop Yeah. Pop Century. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're awesome. We got, like, meal cards and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yep. That is so Thanks, funny. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Thanks, Mom and Dad. What's with the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Um, hey, what is with the neighbors? What is, well, let me tell you what's with the neighbors there, pal. According to something I read online from someone, this one's pretty short. I'm not going to put the person's name or anything Mine like that. Mine is short, too, this um, week. But it says, all the Karens and Boomers in my con- conservative area are... Quaking at anime 
titties. <laughs> or it says just, titties. Because I, I don't know it's okay to say. You can say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never seen someone so brave to put uncensored titties on their bumper. <laughs> but I can't be mad. <laughs> it looks better than the other stickers around here. <laughs> so they're anime boobs? Oh, yeah. You can see the pictures. They're right here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's doing that just to make someone mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that, that's pretty funny. I'll save that one. <laughs> They're like, don't boobs again? I mean, I'd, I'd probably take like a double, triple, quadruple look at it and be like, what? What do they have on their car? Why? Why? <laughs> Why must you? It is what it is. Have you seen the guy that drives around town here and he has it like with window chalk and he's it says like father of three. It's really, I don't oh. know why I said it. It's really weird because it looks like a child wrote it. Oh. And why do we, why are you telling us how many kids you have? That's why I think, like, people with, like, the stickers of their family members, it's like, people who are creepers know you have kids now. Yeah. Absolutely. Josh made me quit putting the baby on board thing in my car. Yes. For that reason. Yeah. People, people. There's a lot of crazy people out there. No, you have to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it's just like a, a tally mark with, when people do that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so all right i'm gonna check you off and if you're like out in out and about like going grocery shopping with your kids it's easy to tell if the husband's with you or not that's true that's and true. so you you're just making your putting a target on your car which most of the time you don't no I'm yeah grocery shopping my husband never goes grocery shopping with me yeah mine doesn't either better that way yeah I don't get regulated. Same. I can take my time. Yeah, unless you have kids, and that sucks. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read mine at the end, then? Yes, your okay. neighbor's story. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to go one, two less. Okay. I'm nervous to read mine. She was all the way like, <laughs> okay. How is your foot that tall? How is your leg that long? Oh, your like, favorite band! Yeah, my favorite band, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is Amy's favorite band, guys. Yep. She loves Led Zeppelin. They're I, her favorite. I love them so much, I have like four shirts from them. She does. Okay, so one's much. Death Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> it's all they had. I was like, I bought graphic tees at the, I don't know what store it was at, and it was like four for 30 or something like that. And like, they're either like tank tops or this, like a band tee. I'm not lying. I thought this is what how I thought was going to seal the for sureness of me wanting to be friends with you was because I thought you liked Led Zeppelin. I do. <laughs> but he's not like I there. I probably would go see him yeah. if he was they Led had Zeppelin's a, one person. He has a like people that play the music with him <laughs> and probably like groupies. I mean, if there was tickets, I'd probably go see them, but, like... That'd be pretty freaking awesome, but they're not. Yeah. Who's the one with the white shows? Um, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. They're also amazing. I would love to go to one of those. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be flipping awesome. I dated someone that went and saw, um... The laser show? No, ACDC. 
Dude, that would be awesome. Like they did, I think like they're their, still playing. Yeah, they did like a reunion tour or something, and he went and saw them. That'd be God, awesome. that guy was trash. Anyways, trash. Sorry, you weren't trash. You weren't garbage. <laughs> that's a nicer way to put it. I, I think that's very kind of you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Uh, so this week, I I expressed to you how excited I am for this story. And um, I'm excited for it. And I wasn't going to share. I actually had a whole nother story typed out for you. And I, this one is really cool too. You can't read it. Stop reading it. I see you reading it. Um, drinking my wine. I, I, this one's real. The other one is actually really stinking cool, also. But, um, I thought this would be a better week to share this week, this story. Cool. Since, you know, we're so famous now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is really embarrassing. I keep saying that. <laughs> Please like us. Please keep Please. coming back. Okay. Tell okay. your story. So this story is about Christian Thomas. Um and actually this happened right across the street from us. Right. So this happened at the Treetop Apartments in Hinesville, Georgia. We lived there uh I don't know for how long, like a year or whatever. Um, and this is in the same apartment building. So they had like a cluster of buildings. Right, right. Yeah. Like same apartment complex. Yeah. Same apartment complex. And so ours, our apartment complex was like right here. And then there's like a little parking lot of like five or six cars and they were right across the street. Wow. Yeah. So really close. Super close. And, uh, this was in 2012. I actually... Oh my gosh, that's not reset. That's like 10 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Almost 10 years ago. They... I wasn't there. I was actually driving. I had like left that day or the day before driving back to move back to California. And I did it with my older sister. And so Rick was there and he like texted me and was like giving me a play-by-play of what was happening. So I wasn't actually there, but I had met both of them, the victim and the person that, yes, the, yeah, mm mm-hmm, that person and the what? Guilty person? Yeah, I I met the (laughs) the person that hurt them and the victim uh, the the person that was hurt, his name is Johnny Williams Jr. And Johnny was always outside and, like, he was in his mid, mid-50s and he was super nice. Like, he was a nice guy, um, but he seemed like like a grumpy old grandpa, you know? Okay. like one of those. Yeah, one of Everybody's those. Everybody's got one of those. Yeah, but he was also, like, super kind. Super nice, Yeah. yeah. Aww. So and their their apartment totally outside in a soft nougaty <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And the their apartment just it seemed like it was filled with kids. Like there was, like they had an apartment that it was like the grandparents and then their kids and their kids' kids. So there was a lot of all in one apartment. I don't know if they like lived right next to each other, and it just because it always felt like. They, there were so many people there. So I don't know. That's what I would think is that, like, they had apartments right next to each yeah, other. But, sense. yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, 
But yeah, he they were both really nice. They seemed I didn't really talk too much to uh Christian, the one that the story's about, but um he he seemed like a nice guy. That being said, Christian was born on uh December tenth, nineteen ninety one. Um and so on July thirty first, twenty twelve, Rick, my husband, uh heard a lot of shouting coming from across the parking lot. And he just thought it was, like, the kids making noise and stuff like that. So he really didn't look into it. But then he kept hearing, like, two men arguing. So he went outside to, like, see what was going on. Because we all do that. Yeah. And, um. What's with the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Yeah. And that was another one. I thought this was very fitting was what's with the neighbors. Yeah. Uh, So he peeked outside and saw uh, fit. 59-year-old Johnny Williams Jr. and Christian Thomas Chris, Christian Thomas walking and arguing. Like, one was, uh, Johnny was, like, walking forward and, and Christian was, like, following him. And they were, like, like bicking, yelling at him. Yeah, yelling. They were both yelling back and forth. Rick, he didn't know what they were arguing about. And so, um, Rick, you know, didn't notice any immediate danger or anything like that. So, he went back inside um, after Christian and Johnny had like rounded the corner and out of sight. So at that point, Johnny and Christian were walking past the leasing house, mm-hmm. uh, like the office. Yeah. And right next to the leasing office was, um, mailboxes were, and that's right next to the le- leasing office. So they, they were walking past the leasing office. Uh, Johnny was first and like right behind Johnny was Christian and he was like, booking it like he was walking pretty fast and um the witness samuel mcfadden who i believe was our maintenance guy if i'm correct um because he was inside the leasing office he saw them pass so he thought at that point that christian actually was went to go punch johnny and so samuel like went outside to like yell at him like knock it off and actually what happened was uh Christian was stabbing <gasps> Johnny with a knife. Oh no! Aww. Yeah. So, um, are Christian? I can't remember. Are Christian and Johnny related? No, no. Johnny. Oh, sorry, I didn't say that. So Christian is uh was dating Johnny's granddaughter, okay. step granddaughter. Okay. okay. Yeah, and so and Christian was in the military. Which Did Christian actually live there? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I looked it up, it showed that that was the address was the same address as the incident. But I don't know. It could have just been like where he had his stuff sent because gotcha. um, it was a, a military. Right. So he might have just had stuff. That one standing address. Yeah. Right. And he probably lived on post in right. the barracks or something. Makes sense. Because he wasn't married. Samuel realized Christian was actually stabbing Johnny and so Samuel ran back to the office to tell the office manager, Ashley Seabrain, 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 uh, to call 911. And then Ashley locked the office door. Um, yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. I wouldn't want to get shot or stabbed. I know, but... So, Johnny collapsed to the ground and Christian continued to stab him. Oh, I see, I see. And then at one point, he, 
uh, Johnny managed to get up and run to the office door to get away, but the door was locked. And so I feel like they could have, like, let him in and then closed the door. I have mixed feelings about it because... in the moment, though, it's so hard to, like, think. Well, you're like, okay, if... Adrenaline. I don't... If I lock it, nothing's going to happen to us. But then, like, you also could have saved him. So I have mixed feelings about it. I go back and forth. Um... And at the first, I thought originally he ran to the office first. And I was like, oh, I would be pissed. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, So then Christian continued to stab him a few more times and then took off. Yeah. So um, Hinesville police officer James Fullwood was the first to respond and his partner, Anthony Martin. Anthony started first aid and James secured the area before paramedics arrived they were able to get an idea of who did this and um by johnny because his wife showed up because it was like it happened right there next to their apartment and she said it was christian and so the police officers looked at johnny they're like did christian thomas do this and he nodded his head yes uh paramedics took johnny to liberty uh regional medical center and eventually was transport transported to Memorial Health University Medical Center in Savannah, but unfortunately died en route. So Christian and Johnny, oh, I already mentioned that, so never mind that they were connected through the girlfriend. Okay. Um. So sorry, it's okay. I jumped ahead of you. Um. Around seven thirty p.m., parole officer Kevin Zurian, I think I wrote that down wrong. Um, saw Christian near the police station in Hinesville. So with backup, they were able to arrest Christian without him struggling whatsoever. Like they said, you know, you need to surrender. And he did. Um, Christian was then booked on August 2nd and was then denied bail. Um, so Christian um, had recently joined the army um, and right before, he joined the army and right like only a few months after he joined the army and before this incident happened, he was diagnosed with par- paranoid schizophrenia. And he was discharged? I don't know. It's army. Yeah. They're not as it I don't I don't have a whole lot of information about that. I know that you when you're in, it yeah. takes a while for them yeah. to medi- medically get you out. Yeah, yeah medically discharged. So he may have been working on that. There was zero information gotcha. about it. Yeah, so he was diagnosed with that a few months before he had murdered Jeez. Johnny. Um, and according to Christian's father, his girlfriend that he was seeing at the time asked him to stop taking med- um, his medicine for paranoid schizophrenia because they were trying to make a baby. That's and, smart. Yeah, and it made and Chris- healthy. <laughs> and it made Christian tired so she's like stop taking it she um stop taking it because it's making you tired yeah and so his dad uh christian's dad said he was fighting his diagnose he wanted to be as normal as he possibly could which you could be with medicine but he his girlfriend had convinced him that he didn't need the medicine and he could do it on his own 
That's not something that you can do without medicine. That is not something you can do. And it's do. okay. Like a lot of there's a lot of schizophrenic people, but like that's there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you it. You have to take your medication. You have to take your medicine, yeah. So in May of 2015, a jury trial was set but eventually moved due to a scheduling conflict with one of the expert witnesses. Um, and then in October of the same year, his public defender, John uh, Eli, or L, Ellie, filed a motion for a special plea of not guilty by reason of insanity, uh, saying Christian had an extensive history of psychiatric episodes. Psychiatric You're good. <laughs> episodes. Um, then in June of 2017, um, another motion was... Um, put in place for a mental evaluation um, and then along with a bill set at $1 million cash or $2 million, $2 million in property. So... He's not getting out. He wasn't going to get out. There's no way. Right. Like, no one has that kind of money. That was all I could find online about Christian. And I was getting very frustrated because I was like, you know, this some something that happened really close to us and obviously you're really into it too. Yeah. And so I I was really frustrated. I was like, what the heck? There's nothing else. So I reached out to oh, sorry, there was one more thing that I was able to find. But this was after I talked to some of his friends on Facebook. Uh I was able to find out that he is still in jail. He is serving 45 years right now for a couple different things, uh, you know, first degree murder, uh, possession of a knife, uh, possession of an armed weapon, those sort of things. Um, But it's 45 years and he'll be released in 2056 or 2057 um, at the Department of Corrections in Georgia. So one of his Facebook friends that I reached out to uh, Gerald Green, and I get, I asked for permission for, to say these, um, Gerald. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Gerald. I, I might be pronouncing your name wrong. Jarell. 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 Yes. Jarell. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jarell Green. Um, thank you for responding to me, but, um, he said that Christian was always nice and smiling. He is a very smart person and talented in football and poetry. Uh, they played football together in high school, and um, Jarrell always saw him as a brother. Jarrell was shocked and incredibly sad when he heard about what happened because it was not like him to do something like that. And unfortunately, Jarrell lost contact with him and his family and also did not know what the outcome of Christian's uh, current status. Yeah, and so when I found out what happened i updated oh, him I yeah which i okay. hope that brings you closure Jarrell, because you were mentioning how close you are with him i'm so sorry yeah i had and then there was another uh gentleman that i talked to that i had a pretty lengthy conversation with um lacory lee cory oliver um so thank you for responding and giving me uh, giving, letting me know what your relationship was and what you know about Christian. Um, he said Christian and him were roommates for six months before he moved back to Hinesville. Uh, they were 
uh, in New Mexico. They were living in New Mexico. So Licori said Christian ended up in jail was, uh, out of all places, is truly a surprisingly tragedy. Uh, Licori said that he was going through a really bad breakup at the time. And so Christian and a relative of Licori moved to La Cruz, New Mexico, in August of 2010. Well, I'm glad I stopped. <laughs> Leon is with us now. Leon is here with us now, everyone. Um, and he started attending uh, New Mexico S or NMSU, New Mexico State University. State University <laughs> um, and was in the ROTC cadet program there. And so uh, LaCory said that Christian helped him with his anger issues, um, find severity, severity. Mm-hmm. Um, he helped him find severity, inner peace and an alternative ways to approach stressful situations. Severity? Serenity? It, maybe it was autocorrect. Maybe. Serenity. That makes more sense. That, that yeah. Makes more sense. Yeah. So find serenity, inner peace, and alternative ways to approach stress, stressful situations. Yeah. So the way he was describing him was just a very peaceful guy, like very down to earth, not the type to like use violence as a See? way of, you know, as a result. Yeah, so Christian used to always carry around a book called 48 Laws of Power, which I looked it up. It's a self-help book. And he actually got LaCroix hooked on it. So LaCroix said that he was uh, then fixing to move back to Alabama in December of 2010. And a month before Christian moved back to Georgia, he started crashing at another friend's house. Um and Christian didn't have a job the whole time he lived there. So probably because he was super busy with school and yeah. the ROTC yeah. program. Being a good friend, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, so everything kind of fell out of um on the quarry financially. Yeah. So I'm uh assuming, which I shouldn't assume, but it sounds like Christian, like when he found out that his friend was moving back to um, Alabama that he probably didn't want to continue to be a burden right. on his friend. Um, so. Yeah. So the last week that he was there in New Mexico crashing at another friend's, um, he kind of just disappeared. LaCory and his other friend or cousin, I believe, they couldn't find him. Like they, he would, they would call it. No one knew where he was at. And then all of a sudden, uh, they did get a call from Christian saying he had caught a greyhound back to Georgia. Um, and the way he left really kind of left LaCroix like unsettled, like, like he got no closure or anything like that. So, um, and at the time Christian was having financial and mental struggles, um, and he was in a bad place of depression. And so then LaCroix said, this is the last thing that he he said to me um, was that I think this is a tragic incident. Definitely doesn't define the guy I knew. I hope with the right counseling, he can get his time shortened with good behavior. Yeah. 
So that is the, it's super short, but that is the story of Christian Thomas and the tragic accident. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying accident because it feels like. Well, he's, he just. He, he wasn't mentally stable. Like, yeah, but it's not like he was like a serial killer where. Yeah. It just built up over time and over time. Right. He had a medical condition. He has a medical condition. Yeah. And it's serious and it should have. It should have been taken care of. And I honestly, I have mixed feelings about this because I, I worked in the medical field yeah. and I feel like, I feel like he, sh- he shouldn't be in either. I feel like he right. should just be getting taken care of. He should be getting the help. I, he probably feels terrible about it. And yeah. Well, if he's in jail, he's oh, definitely probably taking really medicine sad. now. Yeah, definitely. But, and so he has to deal with those demons, unfortunately, yeah. but uh, he very much so, I mean, I feel like some people are mentally unstable, but they choose to be un- mentally unstable right. and then choose to do bad things. Right. But I don't think Well, that... he was also new to it, too. Yeah. And that's a lot to cope with. That is. Like, yeah. finding out you have something that's that's a really serious. It's like, a very serious And it's hard condition. to, like figure out a routine for it and like figure out dosages on medications and all that well and then the girlfriend saying like oh you can do it on your own have done that no that's not your call i mean i i don't have paranoid schizophrenia but i deal with anxiety every day and there was a time when i was first diagnosed with it i was like oh i can do it on my own it's fine no i can't and that's okay yep it's absolute i've dealt with that i get shit I used to get shamed by somebody for it all the time, but I was like, screw it. Like, I need my medicine. Everybody's different. And it's yeah. not even, like, a person. Like, it's your chemical. Like, yeah. Chemical it's a chemical imbalance. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, I think he should be, instead of in jail, he, I wish that he had the money to get a better counselor because he just yeah, used definitely. public defender. And then, like, like maybe, like, evaluated yeah. Every so often, just to yeah. make sure he's doing good and taking his med- medication. Well, I mean, they're, they have they facilities. I don't know. But I'm sure that there's agreements for it. Yeah. But it's just like parole. Yeah. But they have facilities where you go, instead of going to like a correctional facility, you go to, a, what is it called? Like a hospital. Oh, like a second or like a, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. To get the treatment that you mm-hmm. need. I don't know. I can't uh, about it. Like a rehab? No. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. People are probably Words. Screaming. People are probably screaming <laughs> at us like, it's this. <laughs> That's okay. That was a really good story. Thank you. I was, I was, I did that all today. I was so excited was and really I was like, good. I can't wait. I need to share it. So that is what happened. That is what's with one of my old neighbors. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to all of his old friends. Yeah, thank you sorry. for... Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm very sorry that that happened to your friend, and thank you so, so, so much for sharing it with me. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't easy, but that was awesome that you responded. I was just doing a shot in the dark there. Yeah. So. It's awesome. Awesome. It was very short. Cool beans. And that's good, because your story was kind of long, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I think it's going to be long. Um... I recently became part of um, a couple paranormal groups on Facebook, I told you. Yeah. And um, I was struggling between, like, four different stories that I wanted to do, but I just wasn't hooked on them yet. 
And I, like, you know, like when you get a story, yeah. you like really dive into it and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this one for sure because I'm really liking it and I'm getting a ton of information from it. Or maybe you won't get a ton of information right. for it and you have to dig for it like you did. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> sucks when you're just like reading through stories and you're just like, meh, meh, meh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You want your, you want attention drawn to it. Yeah. Um, so I asked for suggestions from people and I had a woman suggest the historic Goldfield Hotel. Where is that at? It's in Nevada, in Goldfield, Nevada. Oh, yeah. I don't um, think I've ever heard this one. It's it's a good one. It's it's definitely one of the most haunted places. I say that about all my stories. I but feel there's like a lot most of really big. <laughs> there's a lot of really crazy haunted places out there. Um, so this was suggested to me. I'm not going to say her last name, but her name is Teresa. She gave me permission to use her name. Thank you, Teresa. Um, thank you, Teresa. And she also gave me a personal story. Um, she had had an experience that had to do with it. So it's like her first hometown. Yes. Not hometown, but personal experience. Like a story. Li- yeah. not, not really a listener story. She doesn't really listen to us yet, but hopefully she'll listen to hopefully this one. She will and become so, uh, what? Uh, 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 w- subscriber. W- yeah. I was going to say a WWTN nerd, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. WWTN. Yeah. WWTN. Ah. the neighbor's nerd. Anyway, I'm going to go with the story. Um, so I hope I do it good, Teresa. Um, I'm going to tell her experience after I'm done telling about the story. Okay. Um, I'll actually, I got, I got it. My information from a lot of different resources. So Amy and I have decided that we're going to start listing our um, different, in case anybody wants to look any more information up regarding them, um, we're going to list our different sites on our website on whatswiththeneighbors.com. Yes. So if you want to find out information on our episodes, um, we'll have something up soon. So here's a little tidbit into my story on the historical hotel. Um, this website said it is known to be one of the scariest places on earth. On earth? On earth. And even going as far as declaring the Goldfield Hotel as one of the seven portals of the underworld. of the underworld wow <laughs> so earlier when you really you discovered it you were waiting for because you're like I'm i was like t- i'm gonna use this in my story tonight and i really did not did not believe you <laughs> you should have heard me with a boom box back in the day <laughs> no i'm so glad we aren't friends we were friends then <laughs> There were a lot of noises I in the room. With you. <laughs> so much fun. I have my own radio show. Aww, okay. You have one now. <laughs> I do. It's like, it's like my dream. You're crying now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> Get it together, guys. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Anyway, so let's start with the history. Okay. All right. So it all starts in 1902 when the town of Goldfield was first born. Uh, it was first born after, I say born, because it wasn't really a place on the map that you would go to or anything. It actually um, 
became big because large deposits of gold were discovered in the surrounding oh, hillsides. Oh, and, and Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Nevada, yeah. So yeah. it was like a, it was a mining town. Um, more than $80 million of gold stemmed from the mines outside of gold. Holy cow. Yeah. At the time? Which, at the time. I didn't. I'm so mad at myself for not doing the Oh, we can do it real quick. Do it. Hey, Hank. What is $80 million in today's money? $2 billion. So. Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> How did you know that? You know, it's just off. That was just off the top of my head. Just like a rough, like, you know. So which, of course, caused the population to grow? You know, where there's money, more people will follow. Where there's money, there's honey. There's honey. (laughs) Um, It started at just like a few dozen and it grew to over 20,000 people. Holy cow. Yeah, so a lot of people. Um, Back in the day, too. Yeah. I know, a busy, busy town. It attracted pretty, pretty high, fancy people, um, like politicians and bankers and famous ladies of the night, night, a.k.a. sex workers. I had to look it up. Um, and gunslingers. What are gunslingers? Uh, hey, you want a gun? No, like Western, I think uh, like Western people like. Draw. <laughs> I like gun like hey look at my cloak. <laughs> no, not, not as definitely not a gunslinger. For, <laughs> I had to look up Ladies of the Night, but I was absolutely positive I knew what gunslinger was, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly and what it I is. And I knew what a lady of the night was. I didn't know, I guessed what I I thought that that's what it was, but I didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah, that makes sense. All I could have, all I was stuck in my head was Lady in Red. So with all this company, the hotel was built. It sold to a George Wingfield, and um, he was co-owner of it, um, to also a Casey McDaniel. Um, George was the primary owner of Goldfield Consolidated Mines Company and a hotel entrepreneur. And Casey McDaniel um, created a new hotel corporation called Bonanza Hotel Company. I hate that name. I do too. <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> After paying two uh two hundred thousand in cash and stock valued at two hundred fifty thousand for the hotel, yeah. Um, the Goldfield property was merged with existing hotels, uh, hotels which were owned by McDaniel. Into the new Bonanza Hotel Company. Okay. So there were like a, like a, what's that called where there's multiple of them? Corp. Uh, uh, yeah. Franchise. Not franchise. A, kind of like a franchise, I guess. No, a chain. Oh, chain. Yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Like, like they all like, yeah. like McDonald's is a franchise, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so Wingfield, um, he was a multimillionaire by age 30. Same. No way. Yeah, I know, Same. right? I'll be the one. struggle. The struggle. <laughs> and, um, he became a big politician. Of course he did. Yeah. Because why not? Exactly. (laughs) You're you're so cool, man. Uh, After making his fortune in the gold fields, he went on to own a chain of banks, numerous ranches, and uh, several hotels in Reno, along with his interest. um, This is all along with his interest in the Goldfield Hotel and the Bonanza Hotel Company. I swear that's the last time I'm going to say it. Thank you. 
Okay. Before long, the Goldfield Hotel became the largest and most luxurious hotel between San Francisco and Denver. Really? So pretty fancy. Very high class. Uh, It was four stories tall. It had 154 bedrooms. Rooms. And all rooms were equipped with steamed heat, um, electric lights, telephones, and... In the lobby, you would see crystal chandeliers, gold leaf ceilings, black leather, upholstery, yeah, and mahogany panel walls. Mahogany? Wait, wait, it gets better. It also included one of the very first elevators west of the Mississippi. <laughs> I love that. Please do the rest of your story. <laughs> I could say in a southern voice for that part. <laughs> <laughs> you thought last week's hotel was fancy. The, the silver on the linens. <laughs> However, just like many boom towns, the hotel or the gold dried up, as did the uh, population, and yeah. the hotel obviously did too. Um, but following this, the hotel went through various owners, um, including an, another entrepreneur who failed. He tried to dig up some or gold, and he. Didn't find any. That sucks. Right? And um, the U.S. Army actually owned it in World War II, and they housed soldiers from Tonopa Air Base. So I wonder if it was any nicer, or, like, if it was still as nice. I mean, maybe, but probably nicer than what they were used to, so they probably didn't really care. It was nice then. Dang! Chandelier! By then, it was... It was probably stripped from everything. Hey, Google. Teens and 20s? When was World War II? World War II lasted from September 1st, 1939 to September 2nd, 1945. It's like 20 years. 40s. Okay. So 40s. Sorry. Okay. So this was like 40 years after it opened. A little less than 40 years after it opened. So it's probably. But if it went through multiple uh, owners, it was probably stripped from all the good stuff. Yeah. They didn't. No one did anything to it or did anything for it. Yeah. Um, But in the 80s, a private owner did spend like a, like millions of dollars into like reservation or renovations and whatnot. Um but he didn't open it up so it weird, yeah, weird, nothing ever weird happened with that. money. Yeah. Um the current owner, Red Roberts, a Carson City rancher, purchased it in an auction along with some property for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars in two thousand three. So he got a good deal on it. Wow. It it doesn't look that great anymore. So, <laughs> he's got a lot of work to do. Why do I feel like, what What year was that? 2016? 2003. 2003? Yeah, that's a long time ago. I feel like that's like Johnny Rose with Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. I love that show. <laughs> just like buy something for no reason. <laughs> just buy a town and go. Just, just for my son. Just for fun. Like, why would you buy it and then not do it? You actually bought it? <laughs> that was my favorite, like. Why didn't you just make it up? And right? he's like, that was a joke. Yeah. That was the whole joke. I'm that rich. I can actually buy a town. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Good. Go ahead. You're good. Um, so he's he's trying to keep it up, and he's been doing renovations on it. And I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's. It's like a. It's a natural historic, um, like landmark, and it's protected. So. Oh, nice. Um. So that's the history. I want to talk about the. Deaths. Yes, the deaths. I hate saying that. It sounds so insensitive. The deaths. It's, it's not nice. It's, it's not a nice not. topic, but I don't know any way. I don't know any other way to bring it up. But, you know, the some deceased. people died there. 
Still not that great. <laughs> the ones that have moved on. No, they the ones that on. are still there, guys. The ones that have not moved on. <clears throat> so, first one we have our most um, well-known one there is Elizabeth George. Uh, she was. I know a, that name. Maybe Regina George. Oh, maybe I know Regina it. George. <laughs> she wears army pants and flip flops. Army pants. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she was the lady of the night. Um. AKA. Um, she was Wingfield's mistress. Uh, and there's of course some she drama. Was. Um, she actually became pregnant with his child, and to protect his marriage, and it didn't say his image, but I put his image because he was a politician. And whatnot, yeah. So he was obviously doing it for that. Yeah. Um, he initially paid her off to keep it hush hush and to make her stay away. That wasn't probably the first, and it's definitely not the last time someone's done that. Yeah. But after he got super paranoid of exposure, he ended up chaining her to the radiator in room 109 throughout her entire pregnancy. She would cry and scream all the time. He wouldn't let her go. She begged for her freedom. But he'd keep her fed and give her water and kept her there until she had her baby. And then what happened? Because she could still say something. Well, she disappeared. And... No one knows for sure, but a lot of people say that, you know, maybe she died died during childbirth. But a lot more other people say that he actually murdered her. And as for the baby, a lot of people think that he threw the baby down the down a mine shaft or a tunnel beneath the hotel. All right, so when does he die? <laughs> well, this makes you Sorry, feel better. I'm um, so mad. The legends say that he's cursed after this, um, and it came to ruin his fortune in 1932. Oh, um, why would you let her suffer if you're I know, just if going? You're just going to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. People, are, I can't. Oh, yeah. Because it would make him look bad. I really don't think it was because of his marriage. I think it was mostly because no, of his you marriage. No, you can... The thing is... Because he was a very, like... You can always save your marriage. Yeah. This was a very wealthy guy. Yeah. Like, he was very well-known. Owned so much stuff. Had a time. You thought he was a millionaire by age 30. Yeah. No, there's... Um, a, oh, and, and with that... He's in the Hall of Fame somewhere, too. Somewhere's Hall of why? Fame, too. Oh, for being the youngest, whatever. Um, I can't remember. Exactly. The thing is, is that with with the money, with that ego of being a politician, always comes the thing of you can get away with whatever. Yeah. Sad. Oh, that makes me it's so sad. sad. It sucks. And at the time, his wife probably <clears throat> would have stayed with him because, you know, that's what's best for his image. Yeah. If she found out. Yeah. So it's definitely because of his image. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I hate them. Um, there was also two hotel occupants. Um, I couldn't figure out the names of them. Um, who had committed suicide both on the third floor. Um, a woman had hung herself and a man had jumped to his death. So there were those guys. And also there's a story that, um, of miners who would steal gold from the job, <laughs> they would get punished by being thrown down the mine shaft. Oh, then, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, wondering why you're laughing. <laughs> like, wait I was a like, second. Eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no Robin Hood there. 
distinct. In 1980s, um, the owner that was there actually supposedly found human remains in the basement. And the they would be thrown down, the miners would be thrown down in the basement? Yeah, down, no, down the mine shaft, and they, he, he found human remains. Oh, just randomly. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I, it could have been theirs, it could have, I don't know. Okay. Um, also, there, there's three children spirits, and I, they're babies, so I wanted to mention yeah. them. But they didn't say their names or anything, so I just put them as, you know, the three little baby ghosties. Aww, so, baby ghosts. Some, somewhere, somewhere little kids are in there, and I don't know how they got there, but they're there. That makes um, me sad, but it's really cute. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Oh. It's gonna be great. Just wait, it gets worse. <clears throat> Oh, I'm going over the experiences now. So, during the night, you can hear um, who people to believe Elizabeth calling for her baby. Oh. I know. I know. It makes me cry. It's so sad. Um, in room 109, where she had died, it's known to be intensely cold, and a ton of activity happens in there. Like, I watched Ghost Adventures, and I watched a couple things on YouTube, and Almost everybody gets something in that room. So she's, like, really willing to, like, communicate. And she's really nice, too. She's not an evil ghost. She's nice. We oh, like Elizabeth. Oh, she is. Yeah. That gave me chills, I know, I know. It's, yeah. Um, many hear a baby's cry from the mine shaft. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I'm done with babies. Okay. Um, but the- I really want to hear, I want to see, like, a little baby ghost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, cuckoo. <laughs> no, you me. I get really freaked out of the baby ghost is coming after me. <laughs> no, okay. I, I, like, picture, like, the cartoon ghost of little baby ghosts. Um, yeah. Nope. Still freaks me out. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the little baby cartoon well, ghost. Well, you're gonna get it. I want baby cra- Casper ghosts. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, a lot of people actually smell cigar, um, which they believe is from Mr. Wingfield and see fresh ashes, um, pop up in his room from now and then, um, that was on the first floor. His, like his office or? His, did, his room. Like he his, lived there? His, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and in the gold room, there is said to be an evil spirit, oh. um, known as the stabber. Sounds fun, right? Um, he attacks trust or she attacks trespassers going into the dining hall with knives. So that's fun. I don't know. That's all. Uh, do not want to be chased by a ghost stabber. Um, lastly, the three ghosty kids. Ah, uh, they're known to be quite the tricksters. Of course. Uh, they like to tap on shoulders. <laughs> and they'll sneak up behind you and then they'll giggle and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Having so much fun in the afterlife. <laughs> Good for you, kids. <laughs> you watch this. They won't know it was me. <laughs> I'm gonna tie these guys' shoes together. <laughs> watch him fall down the stairs. Loser! <laughs> oh, he broke his neck. <laughs> I took that way too far. <laughs> go get his goal. <laughs> um, so uh, with all this activity, um, various paranormal investigators, including ghost adventures, ghost hunters, um, and so many more other ones that were like smaller, um, smaller groups. Yeah. Have had quite the eventful night there. Um, they've gotten pretty good footage there. EVPs, voices, 
carrying on conversations. Nope. Like you can hear it in another room. And even seeing things levitate and move. No. Even caught on camera. Oh my god, I can't wait to tell you this next part. Okay, so on Ghost Adventures, I was watching. I it was I, I almost wanna like I want you to watch the episode. Okay. Um Zach had a rock thrown at his foot caught on camera. <laughs> <laughs> As well as asking, um, okay, so let me explain to you real quick. Okay. So most people would be like, okay, well, easy trick to do. Well, no, they had like a, they had like someone at a college evaluate it. And then another guy who does like video stuff to make sure it wasn't like tampered with, evaluate it. And they oh, all couldn't prove it wrong. Okay. And at first they thought it came out of a room right next to him. But whenever you look close in the footage, you see the rock come off the ground and throw get thrown at his foot and then ricochet off of him. Is it was a big rock too. It was freaky. It just like and a lot of people get rocks thrown at them there too. And I'm pretty sure someone else has gotten a brick thrown at them. I think I've said that before in another story too. What is up with ghost throwing bricks? Y'all. Calm down. We are not see through. <laughs> Trans translucent. <laughs> you can't do that. It actually hits us. <laughs> if you're listening to this ghost from the beyond, please stop throwing bricks at us. Rocks, okay, but not it bricks. Hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Ra- uh, 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 hard materials. They hit our forms. I mean, in, in their defense, the people should be going in. The investigators, like, they go in there fully knowing what could happen. And they should be wearing, like, a hard hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Come at me, ghost. So you're saying if we go to a haunted hotel. <laughs> oh, we're go, freaking wearing a hard hat. We go to bed with a hard hat on. <laughs> Do you remember the first, or one of the first episodes of Parks and Rec where Leslie Nope got, got her and Anne hard hats and it said kick ass. Yes. <laughs> I'll be the ass part. You can be the kick part. <laughs> Kick ass. Kick ass. <laughs> Come get me, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so another really cool experience that blew my flip in mind um, was on footage. They So one way to get, like, um, Elizabeth to really communicate with you, the medium that was there, she often would bring her, like, flowers and be nice to her. Oh, and yeah. you could hear, like, the spirit box say nice and kind and all this other stuff. And she's like, see, if you're nice to her, she's willing to talk to you. Yeah. And so she brings her, like, flowers and stuffed animals and stuff all the time. And so they brought her a bunch of flowers, and they kept on hearing from the spirit box, tree, foliage, flowers, foliage, foliage. And so, um, at one point in the episode, they see one of the branches to one of the bouquets moving. And the whole thing, the whole bouquet doesn't move, just the little tiny leaf part of this branch. Like she was grabbing Yeah, like you can tell there's not any air in there or anything moving it. And so, but we don't see it. So they're like, okay, next time you decide to do this, Elizabeth, can you please give us a heads up and let us know? Oh, a bit. because it was happening yeah. without the camera. Yeah, okay. they weren't ready for it. So later on in the episode, they were outside of the room and they hear the spirit box right outside the room say foliage. And they're like, I think we should go in there. So they go in there and it says foliage again. And all of a sudden, the branch moves again. Just the one branch. And I was like, holy. It was just crazy. It was mind blown. Is flipping cool. That is, oh, I just, it, 
they're a spirit. So, but to like understand, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know you I, can't, I can't say it, but I, I know what you mean. I can't say. I, I'm, I'm shocked and blown away. That's yeah, just it's amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, especially when you get the nice ones. <laughs> Not a rock. No demons, please. Um, <laughs> well, it's now I have a story after this. Okay. So, as for today, the Goldfield Hotel still stands in its historic state. Okay. Um, you can actually book, ho- or book tours with it. Um, they have an hour-long historic tour. And they also, for the thrill seekers, have a um, paranormal investigation that goes on at night. Um, it's like 500 per group. But it could be like a big group and you just split it. All the Oh, per proce- group. Per yeah, group. per group. Yeah, all the proceeds go to preservation and like renovations. That's nice. The place. So I totally want to do it one day because this place sounds pretty cool. I would well, love to go Nevada. there. Like that's right next to where my family lives. Well, let's go to Nevada. Come on, Patreon donors. Jump on the donor bus. Mom. <laughs> Mom. <Nevada. laughs> well, what, what's your came... maiden name? Uh, Colbert. Mama Colbert. Madre. Candy Colbert. Candy? <laughs> Kathleen. Are you listening? <laughs> Would you like me to give her social to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Stop it. Oh, stop. Okay, so that is the end of my story. But as I told you in the beginning, um, this was actually suggested to me from someone because she had an experience from there or having to do with it. Again, her name is Teresa. Teresa, I really hope, other than my goofiness, I hope I'm doing a good job. Um, I'm excited. Thank you so much again for giving me this story. I was super excited whenever you wrote me. Thank Um, you. So here it is. Um, And I, I... Copied everything word for word, so, that she gave me. Okay. Uh, She's just going to read it. Exactly. Okay. Yep. It says, um, my mom was helping the son of a man and a woman who had a traveling van in Nevada. A huge fire destroyed the area. Uh, The man and woman had broken into a hotel and took a spittoon. Oh. Um, Do you know what that is? Yeah, Rick used to have one. I had to look. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, they owned it for over 40 years, and they suffered tragedy after tragedy. Oh. Yeah. A fire ended up destroying most of their property, which was too much, and they ended up taking their own lives, leaving their son on the property. Ugh. So, um, she says, my mom told of how much suffer- suffering the son was going through. No food, no water, or clothes. So, I collected the items for him, loaded my mom's truck up with the supplies, and as a thank you, he sent the spittoon to me. Not really into spittoons, but I expected the gift. I looked it over and noticed. Ex- oh, expected it. Yeah, I expected the gift. I guess he let her know that it was coming. Okay. Uh, I looked it over and noticed where it was from. Goldfield. Cool. I put it in a corner of my house. That night, we heard someone talking in our bathroom. But it couldn't be. So we went outside to check the driveway. Nothing. What? Night after night, we heard something making noises on that side of the house. Within a month, our life was turned upside down. Appliances started breaking down, light bulbs blowing, sensor light by the driveway adjusted, uh, facing a different direction. So this was recently, if it was a sensor light. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, she didn't tell me the year, um, but there's an iPad in it, so I assume so. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, we started talking about getting a camera to catch the person doing it. 
Normal. Yes. Um, and before the camera was ordered, I was pushed to the ground, injuring my foot very badly. What? My son and husband watched it happen. We couldn't wrap our minds around how I could just fall like that. The beginning of October, we started smelling cigar smoke in the house, mostly in the bathroom. Still thinking someone was creeping outside, we bought the cameras and waited for them to arrive. Then I started waking up with bruises and grab marks on my legs. Oh my gosh. One night, half awake, I felt a strange tingling sensation on my legs. Spider bite. Kind of like a man was moving his hands from my knees to my crotch. Ew. Cringe emoji. No. Cringe face emoji. Um, I woke up my husband and told him something is in the house. He felt the same, just didn't say anything. While lying in bed watching a movie with my son, my iPad took a photo and captured a man's face in the corner of the room. <gasps> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. I have a picture of this, but it, I couldn't see it because it was like, it was a picture of a picture. So oh, awesome. gotcha. Yeah. I also have videos too. Um, that really let us know something was in the house. Uh, a few days later, we were checking our camera alerts after the first full night. What we saw made us sick. We had wished it was a person creeping around. It was a gray mist coming out the side of the house from the bathroom exterior wall. It happened a lot, so much we unplugged the camera. So depressed and afraid, we started to look into getting help. While doing research on hauntings, I was listening to the TV. The Ghost Adventure show was on. It was an episode about the Goldfield Hotel. Oh. I almost couldn't breathe. It hit me like a train. I grabbed the spittoon and reread the writing on it. Sure as shit, it was from that evil place. <gasps> we put it outside. The next day, we loaded it up in my car and carefully drove to the edge of the original owner's property and left it. We didn't know what to do. Since that, we worked hard to rid the home of negative energy. A year later, we were free, but we are very careful not to bring anything into our home. Oh my gosh. I will show you the video. Thank you again, Teresa. Do we have to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to post this on so our Patreon page? I, um, I did not get permission for that, oh, okay. so I don't know. Okay, so I, I can't, can't... I mean... This is the picture. I I can't see it, but the video is what really... Oh, that's... Yeah. Really, uh... So it's a video of a video? Yeah. No. And it just comes out of nowhere. This mist doesn't go up, so it's not like smoke. It doesn't just, like, fly up. It just goes, like, straight down. And it's, like, a quick, almost like a, like a quick puff of, puff of like, a vapor. Oh, that one goes oh. up. That one, one of them goes up and one of them goes down. But so if yeah. it's just coming out of the side of the house, there's, there's, like, like no pipe or anything. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing there. It's out of a bathroom, so, I mean, um, or out of a wall that a bathroom was on. So, I mean, it's not like there's... Like the exhaust would, vent or yeah, anything like no. that. There's nothing there. Yeah, it's not like it's on top of the house. It's on the side of the house. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, but they're all doing good. They're all safe and healthy. And like she said, they're being careful not to bring anything harmful into their home. <sighs> I don't like that. Thank you, Teresa. You've scared Amy. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like real life events. <laughs> <laughs> thank you and she's a amy is she, i'm a not really, yeah she's not really really a skeptic like she's willing to believe yeah. but like she's more you're definitely more on the skeptic side i don't sure. want to believe it so yeah that amy's shaking in her boots now uh, okay that's fine i'm fine <laughs> so i'm done 
Ah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna go now. Good <laughs> night, <laughs> sweet dreams. Thank you, Teresa, for uh, scaring me. That's the first time I've actually been spooked. Yay! So, yeah, I love spooking people. Like speechless. Spookity, spookity, spook. <laughs> liberty, 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 liberty. And that was not a sponsored but ad. But if you want to sponsor us, Liberty Mutual. We're right here. We might need insurance. You know, I for... haven't heard of a lot of podcasts that use Liberty Mutual. So. No, because they like have commercials. Let <laughs> like, us be the first one. Let us. Yep. We need insurance. Tomato. To cover. Who's tomato? You said let us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what insurance company is that? Y'all think, y'all think dad jokes are good. Just wait till you get mom jokes. Yeager. <laughs> we ain't got nothing to do all day. <laughs> <laughs> but think of corny jokes. But think of corny jokes. Uh, you have a story, right? Yeah, let's end on a lighter note here. Now that I have to go to bed after this. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so I actually got this from a meme group that I'm in. But it was a screenshot of the app next door. Um, and the information is, is blocked out. So I can't like thank whoever it was. So thank you person for posting this. Unknown. Unknown. Um, but it did happen mm-hmm. in Beaver Park. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know. So it, sure there's like eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> 80. <laughs> so it says TikTok video. Hi there. Everyone, so I was thinking about making a TikTok video and was wondering if I paid someone enough. <laughs> so, oh god, okay, so it's gonna happen. TikTok video, hi there, everyone. So, I'm thinking about making a TikTok video and I was wondering if I paid someone enough, could they smash, smash uh, my face into some horse poop? Ah! What? <laughs> that went south? <laughs> so if I could pay someone enough, could they smash my face into horse poop? I'd be willing to buy them a brand new pair of cowboy boots. If anyone is interested, please just let me know. I'm dead serious about this. So. That sounds like something someone from Jackass would try it, to get someone to do. <laughs> Speaking of, steve you have not Steve-o. messaged me back yet. I really want That's a, a good neighbor story. Please. You sound like a, you were a terrible neighbor. Yeah, but you're a great person. But yeah, yeah. you were a terrible neighbor. Uh, Sorry. So, anyway. yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't get a follow-up to see how that went If down. anybody did it. <laughs> but I... I'd do it. <laughs> I would show someone. I would do it just for... Because he wants to pay someone and... And get a new pair of boots. Boots are yeah. expensive. I would 100%. I would just That's do like it. 200 bucks right there worth to be of honest, stuff. I would just do it for the... For free. Can I just film this that I'm doing this to you and post it on my TikTok? I would do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> you would be gagging the whole time. Oh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's so sensitive. <laughs> Just the David. thought of gagging over poop made me gag. <laughs> oh my god! 
that's another like we could like post on my Patreon like how I change dirty <laughs> diapers. Please, you can just <laughs> we can use a baby doll. We can just use yeah. a baby doll. You can put on your gear. Don't tell anyone. That's all. Oh my god. Don't say, yeah, you're right. Don't say anything. That's a really good idea. The pandemic did some weird stuff to me. You guys want to see how Amy changes diapers? We will use a fake baby so you don't have to see poo. But we can use Leon. <laughs> oh, Leon. Well, oh, he, tur- he turned for the camera, <laughs> finally. Like, yes. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> <sighs> all right so should we like go i know thanks for the sugar you can follow oh, there's so many now we're on all the major podcast streaming um sites yeah now, so pretty much um, everywhere that the big ones listen. spotify apple google stitcher you can find us on all those um Please yeah. review us on iTunes. Please, please, please. Yeah. Please say something positive. You know, yeah. It'd be really nice if you. Thank you. And follow us and like us on uh, Facebook, uh, what, WWTN Podcast, or What's With The Neighbors. We also have a private Facebook group you can join. Yeah, we have lots of cool stuff in there, like embarrassing ourselves on a live video last night. Yeah. So you should go check that out. Please, because we both showed embarrassing. We worked very hard, and we ended up just embarrassing ourselves. So. Yeah. Yep. Go Absolutely. Um, Instagram is WWTN Podcast. Twitter is WWTN Podcast. Our website is whatswiththenightbus.com. And uh, you can view weekly videos of uh our episodes on our patreon page and some other fun stuff that we got cooking up content exclusive content (laughs) um and that for five dollars a month only so if you want to be on the donor bus uh it's patreon.com forward slash what's within neighbors.com also uh feel free to slide into our dms with any questions, comments, or even story suggestions. Please. Yes. You know, regarding yes. neighbors, crime, paranormal, or, you know, anything else, really, if you just want to say something nice. Yeah, or, I mean, if you want to tell us about your day, we'll hear it. Go for it. You know, that's at wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, have you checked out on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Oh! oh. What's with the neighbors?